They stay vigilant so we can sleep peacefully. They stand guard so we can be at rest. They put their lives on the line so we can live ours without fear. But who looks after the hero's heart? Welcome to Hero's Heart with Chaplain Dan Middlebrooks, President and CEO of Chaplaincy Care Incorporated, which according to Psalm 28.7, focuses on protecting the hearts of our heroes, our first responders. Learn more at chaplaincycare.org. Now your host, Chaplain Dan Middlebrooks. It's great to have you with us today. Hey, just a couple of things to be reminded that when we start moving forward in all of these different episodes, I'm going to try to build upon each one some of the things that I want you to be able to take away from. The first time when we uh, met together, it was kind of going into an introduction about what Chaplain Secure is and what the heart of the hero program is going to be. And then our second episode was about the attitude that we come into this. But what I want to talk to you today is I want to bring you what is called the power of the pause, something that uh, that we all have to learn to do because we're all actively engaged in the things around us as far as our jobs, our careers, uh, our families, the, just the different dynamics in our society. And, and we have, um, I believe, ceased to be human beings and we have just simply learned to be human doings. Uh, matter of fact, what, what other country has a, uh, a mountain by the name of Rushmore? It's rush here, rush here, rush here. Even growing up as a kid, uh, I didn't sit still very well. When I was learning how to play piano, I took piano for about a year, which was just enough to make me dangerous. But one of the things that um, uh, Miss Thompson, which was my music uh, teacher for piano, uh, always had to work with me was a little symbol in all of the music that was called the rest symbol. And my thing is, is why, you know, why rest when I can keep going? Why, why pause when I can pound? You know, it's just, I, I, I just rush right through the, uh, the, the symbol itself to cause me to rest. And, and I would just keep playing. And, and she taught me something back then about music, uh, even as a young kid of about, you know, 13 or 14 that now seems to make so much sense right now as an adult. And that is the power of the pause. She said this, the music is sweeter when you pause to reflect. I, I wanted to put that to where we are right now as first responders and the things that we have to do in our life, because our life can become so busy. It can become so full of things that we forget to pause. We forget to take the moment to kind of soak in what's around us because we seem to be saturated by everything else. The power of the pause allows us to be able to enjoy the life that we're living, not just trying to exist or survive it day by day. The power of the pause, when we start looking at the opportunities that we're provided every single day, it will be a choice that will be up to us of whether or not we'll do it or not. Now, that, that's something I want you to go into. And, and, and in the time that we have, I want to provide just a, a couple of ways by which we can learn to do that in a self-promoted resiliency program. When I call self-promoted, because every one of us has a different need to be resilient. And there is what I call guiding principles about resiliency but there's no cookie cutter approach 
in resiliency. At a, at a later uh, episode, we're going to kind of dig deeper into that because it's absolutely fascinating uh, about how each and every one of us are wired. And, and sometimes we can short circuit ourselves as well as other people when we try to make them who we are rather than who they need to be. And it's the same thing for us. Uh, and you will hear me say this countless times be- again and again and again, is that you are made and original. You are extraordinary. You are not made to become a carbon copy of somebody else. You are made and original. Don't die a copy. And so what I'm going to tell you are just some what I call universal principles in resiliency and how you apply that to yourself it's going to be really up to you. It's going to be how you approach it and what you're willing to do with it. So one of the first things about learning how to pause in life starts first by regaining control of something that is just automatic in our body. I'm, when we talk about the uh, the autonomic nervous system, now I'm not going to get all technical and, and medical and stuff with you, but when we go to the sympathetic and the parasympathetic, nervous system. These are the things that react in our body when things are happening around us. The sympathetic nervous system, just in a very simple form, acts like our gas pedal. It says it's go time. This is where things are happening in your system. And and when we go into stress management, I'll go into a little bit deeper on that. The parasympathetic is your brakes. This is the one that says, okay, everything is over. Let's slow this puppy down. And so there's some things that are happening automatically. Again, it's autonomic autonomic nervous system, which means it just happens automatically, that are happening in your body because your body is an incredible work of art by God. Now, when you're doing this, a couple of things that seem out of control, sometimes our heart rate, our breathing and things of that nature, but there is something that we can regain control of that keeps us from going to black. Uh, when we talk about the, uh, many of, uh, of you as first responders understand what I'm talking about because most people kind of live in the white. And that means that, you know, they're just kind of going beyond life and, and uh, sort of singing the song, don't worry, be happy. They're just there. And, and then you start moving into some of the other colors. The way I've always developed it is, is you go from the, uh, the white and into a little bit of the yellow, which means, okay, there's, there's something that's not quite right. Sort of the caution that we look at, of course, if, if you're like I am when we're driving, the, the uh, yellow light just simply means drive faster, drive faster, drive faster. So it means there's something's not right. And then you got the, the orange, which means, okay, this doesn't really look right. That there's some, something, there's something going on on a light. And then it's a preparatory for going into red. Red means there's an emergency. There's a situation we've got to take care of. There's a predator coming in. There's a fire breaking out. There's an accident that's in the progress. There's a lot of things that are happening. That's when you start going into the traumatic events. That's when you start going into the episodes where you have to learn to respond. And that's where your body is developed for the fight, the flight, or the or, or being able to engage. But then there's a freeze part. And this is where most people don't realize is that's, that's not all encompassing together. Because when you go from red to black, that means you just you just shut down. That means the the ability that you have in order to think through and do the stuff that you need to do is is now sort of out the door and, and you fade to black. That's the freezing part. And so when we start getting into that, that yellow, orange, red, and, and really when you get right down to it as first responders, that's that's where you live. You you don't live in the white. And you always want to protect yourself from going into the black. You, you live in that realm of the, the yellow, orange, and red because you're always preparing for what's around you. But the problem is, is sometimes our body just stays on red alert rather than just the normal yellow. Uh, again, 
normal for you is not normal for everybody else. And it's not the fact that you're not normal. Remember, you're extraordinary. You're not ordinary. So what's one of the first things that we can do to help kind of calm us down a little bit? Well, one of the first things that we can do is just take control of our breathing. Now, guys, I, I know that that just sounds so simple, but it really isn't. It's a cognitive decision to say, I need to control the noise on the inside of me rather than the noise on the outside of me. And I do that by taking control of my breathing. Uh, in our military, especially with operations and stuff, it's what I call the battle breathing. When I would work with my soldiers and, and they were preparing for different things that they would do, the battle breathing allows us to be able to calm everything on the inside. And, and in a sense, it helps us to sort of reboot the system, if you were, uh, to be able to kind of get back in control again. And you do this by three very simple breaths. Now, let me explain the process because it's not just about breathing in, breathing out. Okay, here we go. It's not, it, you know, there's a reason why they teach Lamas, you know, to women who are pregnant about to give birth is because it helps them to be able to endure and go through anything. Here's what I call about the battle breathing. Battle breathing is this, is when you breathe in, I want you to breathe in through your nose. And, and matter of fact, if you're listening to me and you're driving, you, know, you can do this. Just, just don't shut your eyes. You know, just, but this is something that you can do that really does help you to calm your body down, regardless of the situation. Uh, if you're in a, a, a situation with an assailant, or if you're just in a bad conversation with a family member, this is a great time to just breathe. Okay, so here's what, what I'm talking about. In this breathing that makes it special, you breathe in through your nose, you hold for four, you breathe in for four seconds, you hold for four seconds, and then you breathe out through your mouth, and then for four seconds you hold. So let me let me do it with this with you while you're listening to me. And again, if, if you're breathing or just, or if you're breathing, if you're riding uh, or if you're uh, just sitting still, let's just do this because I want you to practice how to breathe. Because it's a cognitive, decisive decision that helps us to be able to control the noise. So let's do this together. All right. So I'm I'm gonna I'm ask you to breathe in through your nose and then out through your mouth. But I'll tell you how to do that. Okay. So just kind of follow with me right now. Okay. So get where you can kind of breathe a little bit. Here, here we go. Breathe in through your nose. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three. Out through the mouth. Two, three, four. Hold, two, three, in through the nose, two, three, four, hold, two, three, out through the mouth, two, three, four, hold, two, three, in through the nose, two, three, four, hold, two, three, out through the mouth, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four. Guys, it's, it's just that simple. Those three breaths allow you to calm down the inside, allows you to take back control of your breathing. A lot of stuff may be in your body that's out of control. You can control your breathing. And when you begin to start controlling the breathing, you start bringing yourself back into the presence of a, of a yellow and orange type of place to where you can actively and professionally and proactively react to red without going into black. It's calming everything on the inside. That is the power of that pause. Now, that's that's just the first one. 
but I'm going to give you another resource. And this is something that even with counselors, when they talk about, hey, do you have a resource that you can draw from? A resource is not just people to talk to and, and, the, and the support mechanisms that you have around you. Those are great resources. I'm talking about a personal type of resource that can have you go to your calm place that allows you to be able to relax your body. And, and here's how I explain this. Uh, it's, it's allowing yourself to put a picture in your mind about a place that helps you to feel either safe or relaxed or calm or, or something that's enjoying uh, for you uh, so that when you conjure up that particular picture, you are then able to put a word to that. Now, that's going to be the important part because it's not just about the picture itself. It's about the word that creates the picture. Because there are going to be times when you're frustrated and aggravated. If, if you're in traffic, hey, you're, you're just going to be aggravated. But there's a point to where you're going to need to say the word in order to bring the picture that will allow your body to respond so that you can relax. And it takes seconds to do this. And I want you to know, guys, it works. After being in the military for 26 years and the last 12 years of that, being in war, uh, different deployments, working with our soldiers, and now working with our law enforcement, our fire and rescue, and our, our security and medical and stuff, it's those timely seconds that allow us to be a lot more productive in the minutes and hours after that. So let me let me explain how this worked for me especially in engagements uh, when we're going out to uh, Iraq and places of that nature is it's very few places that you feel safe out there because you're, you're in enemy territory uh, for our, our law enforcement that's driving around guys, you're always in enemy territory. Even when you're in a community that loves you, there's always an enemy out there for you. That's why we live on a heightened sense of awareness of where we are, but there's going to be times where we just need to learn how to put on the, breaks. That's the parasympathetic nervous system because the sympathetic can be rhyming up like, oh, we need to start rocking and rolling. No, what this means is that we need to be able to relax and be able to just be still. When I think about a place that allows me to just relax, when I was asked about doing this with a counselor, I pictured at that moment what I call the ultimate vacation for me, and that's a cruise. Uh, what I love about a cruise is I don't have to drive anywhere. I don't have to worry about where we're sleeping. I don't have to worry about when we're eating. I don't have to worry about anything. I just kind of sit. The only thing I worry about is, you know, when's lunch, you know, when's dinner. That's pretty much it. So that for me, that is a place to where I can calm, I can unplug, I can relax, and I can truly allow my life to just kind of be still for a little bit. When I began to paint this picture, for the counselor about what that is and that, that place for me. She says, okay, what word would you give to that? And, and I said, well, the word is carefree. She says, okay, I, I want you to emotionally and mentally lock that word in for that picture. Because when they say it, you know, picture says a thousand words, actually one word can unlock a thousand pictures. And for me, the word is carefree. Now, I'm just doing this as an example for you, because when I'm in stressful situations, when I'm in uh, tense moments, when I feel you know, my blood starting to boil, now that's sort of that who I am. Uh, I, I have a lot of gunpowder and I have to pray for the Lord to keep the gunpowder wet so it doesn't flare up so much. But when I do this, when I'm in the situations, I've trained myself 
not only in the breathing techniques, but I've trained myself to go to my, what some people say, your happy place. And in my case, I just simply say the word carefree. And my body has now learned to respond to the pause. There's power in the pause, not just in the breathing that you do, but ladies and gentlemen, in the words that you say, words are powerful. And when you begin to start realizing that in our life, we get to, we get to proactively plan our resiliency and to take care of ourselves, it's going to make an impact on the things that we do and the people that we do it for. Remember, you take care of yourself first so that you will be able to take care of others best. You've been listening to Heroes Heart with Chaplain Dan Middlebrooks, President and CEO of Chaplaincy Care Incorporated. Learn what you can do to protect the hearts of our heroes, our first responders at chaplaincycare.org.